0: Welcome to Cole Sports. You have entered the zone called sports on another level. And now, here's your host, Cole Johnson. Cole Sports! I am that man, your man, the illustrious tour guy, Cole Johnson. And on this episode, we're going to dive into the NFL, more NFL, and more NFL. We're, of course, we're going to award the Dold of the Week, and we have a special upon further review segment a champions personified edition of it but for right now headlines please (music) dateline bristol espn the magazine's mina kimes interviewed the green bay packers quarterback aaron Rodgers. but why did i say bristol well rogers According to Kimes, it insisted that he would visit her house to conduct the interview. Among the many jewels that he passed along, he of course talked about the stance with Colin Kaepernick and what has transpired since then and the reason he thinks that Kaepernick is not playing now. In his words, he said, quote, I think he should be on a roster right now. I think because of his protests, he's not. Close quote. Now, is Rogers going to join the resistance as they would say? And no, because in his own words, he said. Quote. I'm going to stand because that's the way I feel about the flag, but I'm also 100 percent supportive of my teammates or any fellow players who are choosing not to. They have a battle for racial equality. That's what they're trying to get a conversation started around. Close quote. Dateline Cincinnati. Middle linebacker Vontae is perfect. Decides to put himself in the crosshairs of the NFL office once again in a preseason game at home against the Kansas City Chiefs fullback Anthony Sherman basically in a wheel route was bumped by a fellow Bengals blitzer got into the field set as if he was going to receive a pass which none was thrown and perfect gave him a beautiful blindside hit now i say beautiful because well it is legal however the problem is the nfl is trying to police hits like that when the nfl circled around to the media and said that perfect is probably in line for a five game suspension because of that hit perfect had this to say on the team's official website quote I'm crossing my fingers and hoping for the best. I feel like I've let my teammates down, but I also feel like I've done a good job with this. I only had one personal file last year. We feel like this was a legal hit. I hit him in the shoulder. I hit hard, so it may have looked like I hit him in the head, but it was a shoulder. I helped him up, and he said he was good. And I asked if he was good on the next series, and he said, yeah, that was a legal hit. The rules say you can eliminate a receiver within five yards of line of scrimmage as long as you don't hit him in the head. And I don't think I hit him in the head. Close quote. Dateline, Foxborough. Wide receiver Julian Edelman, in a preseason tilt against the Lions, unfortunately, tore his knee. He had an MRI. It came back. They had a ligament tear in the knee. And more than likely, he will be out for the rest of 2017. Pro Football Talk put forth the question can the Patriots recover from this injury or will they even feel the injury I'm on record as saying that they believe in the next man up theory this won't be any different quarterback Tom Brady had this to say about the loss of Edelman on the team after that particular game quote we've played together for a long time I think there is great chemistry in what we are doing and he is just an incredible player and a teammate and we're all hoping for the best hopefully he can you know hopefully whatever tests they have to do come back positively we'll try to do our best to kind of you know lift his spirits if we can and see what happens close quote The only way you're going to lift Edelman's spirits, Brady, is if you come back with the sixth Super Bowl championship for the franchise in the last 17 years. Dateline Pittsburgh. Two stories that come out from Pittsburgh, one involving a player that is already signed with them. The other, a player that was cut by a divisional rival. We will start with Le'Veon Bell first. So the Steelers put on the table an extension that Bell, in a horrendous rap, declined. (laughs) Eh. That doesn't bode well, I don't think, for his chances to stay a Steeler. But I really believe that uh, the team would do better if he were to sign. And maybe Bell would do better. And I get it. He believes that he is a hybrid receiver slash running back and that he shouldn't be just the highest paid running back. He should receive money commiserate to wide receivers, too. I get that. Do the Steelers get that? To the point where they will shell out the dough? Well, that's for the Rooney family to decide, isn't it? Meanwhile, what they also decided to do was sign veteran quarterback Joe Hayden. Joe Hayden, I thought he played for the Cleveland Browns. Well, yes, he did. But this week, Hayden was cut by the Browns. And 24 hours later, the Steelers scooped him up signing him to a three-year $27 million deal now I think one of the things the Steelers were missing slightly was a good presence in the secondary however Hayden does not come sans baggage part of the reason why he was released was he was touted out of college he did pretty well but as the team continued to slide downward in trajectory his play started to decrease in trajectory as well Maybe being on a new team will create a new lease on life for him. I'm sure Hayden is happy that he's staying in the AFC North and playing for a contender instead of a pretender. Dateline Cleveland and Boston. Last week on Cold Sports, we reported to you that there may have been a hiccup in the Kyrie to Boston IT to Cleveland trade. But it looks like Denny Ainge came through because before the self-imposed deadline of Thursday, the Celtics threw on top of giving to the Cavaliers the unprotected first round draft pick from the Nets, Jay Crowder and Ante Sesek, They threw in a 2020 or 2020 second round draft pick. So it makes you think that the Cavs were wanting to play a game of chicken with the Celtics. It just simply didn't work. Because the Celtics were willing to give up something else, and they didn't give up really anything big. After all, the Celtics do possess in their arsenal five first-round draft picks. But starting next month, you will see starting a point guard for the Cavaliers, Isaiah Thomas. Oh, but he might not play for a while. And you will see on the Celtics who will be playing opening night for point guard there in the green and white, Kyrie Irving. Dateline, Las Vegas. So that sham of a fight is finally over. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. I agree. Fully 100% agree with you. The part that was supposed to be the most entertaining actually was. The build-up sucked, the weigh-in sucked, but the fight actually delivered. It may not have been a technical masterpiece, but when you have an MMA fighter in his first ever professional boxing match, you weren't going to get a technical masterpiece. And also when you get a 40-year-old boxer, who is two years removed from retirement, you definitely are assured of not having a technical masterpiece. But Mayweather did what he was supposed to do. He withstood the early onslaught from McGregor, tired him down, tired him Mount and then Mayweather went to work really standing more flat footed than usual not moving as much as he normally does and was looking for the knockout he didn't get it he got a technical knockout though but Mayweather executed his plan so that makes Mayweather 50-0 and the first boxer in the history of the game to score 50 victories with zero defeats. So that makes him the greatest of all time. The best ever. The number one man in all of boxing. The Golden Standard. 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 Hold your horses. He doesn't hold a candle to the greatest that has ever graced the boxing ring and i can name a few even with their defeats that were far better than mayweather with his zero defeats from 1995 to now so kudos to mayweather for a good fight kudos to mcgregor for being humbled after those punches he ate the circus is over when i come back we're going to talk about my hometown in a champions personified edition of upon further review but immediately following the break we're going to start talking about my hometown with this pick for DOT of the week <laughs> If you want to speak on air tempsdix.de If you want to be in the VIP room to make your voice heard tempsdix.de If you want to read books both free and paid tempsdix.de If you want to wear shirts that sport what you feel tempsdix.de If you want to check out the guest appearances of cold sports tempsdix.de If you want to check out the media reel that's there tempsdix.de If you want to check out past episodes as well all you have to do is go to coal sports with us dot com. Kohl sports available on Cold Sports with us dot com. of the Week, sponsored by Nobody, it will be sponsored soon. There were some good candidates, no question. One surpassed them all quite easily, and this was decided early. The winner of this episode's Dotes of the Week is... The major league baseball organization, the Texas Rangers. Why did they earn this dubious distinction, you may ask? I'm so glad you did. They earned this distinction because they had a series by the time Hurricane Harvey, then Tropical Storm Harvey, came and swept through and made Houston wet. The Rangers had a series with the Astros that particular week. They also have a series later on in the year, actually the latter part of this month. In Arlington, So the president of the Astros, Reed Ryan, proposed that they would do a series swap. So the series that was slated to be in Houston would be played in Arlington. And the series that's this month that would be played in Arlington would be played in Houston. So it would be fair. You'd have still three games in Arlington and three games in Houston. You would just switch venues. The president of the Astros, Mr. Ryan, had this to say about that transaction and request. Quote, You've got a major storm that's disrupted everything. We went to the Rangers and said, hey, let's switch series. You guys have our home series. We'll take your home series. They rejected that and didn't want to do that. The Rangers wanted us to play the next three days at their place, but they did not want to trade series with us. They wanted all six of our games at their park. The fact that the Rangers refused to go home and home with us, we had to look at all of the options that were out there. We had to look at our players' best interest, and we had to look at the integrity of the schedule. Close quote. Now, the Astros are scheduled to play the Rangers in Arlington September 25th, 6th, and 7th, but that swap would have been doable. It could have been doable. Instead, they don't make the swap, and the Astros played that series in Tropicana Field in St. Petersburg. Now, it was reported on Twitter by Alex DeBarrio that, quote, Rangers General Manager John Daniels, on 105.3 The Fan, says switching home series wouldn't be fair to hashtag Rangers fans who had tickets to September series. Close quote. And do you think that Harvey flooding almost all of Houston would be fair to those who pay for the three games that they'd be missing in Minute Maid Park? Mr. Daniels, did you think that I'm sure you didn't think through all that because you were concerned about the cha-ching that you probably think you would lose. But you probably would not have lost it because you probably would have had the money there and then some because I'm sure you would have had kind, generous hearts, as does your season ticket holders in Arlington, Fort Worth, Dallas and the whole Metroplex area that would say, hey, We want to sell it out for these three games so we can give back to Houston because their need is far greater than ours. I mean, their need to actually have a home, tend to their home, tend to their cars, tend to their property, tend to their establishments in that city is a whole lot more important than three games in a ballpark. But Mr. Daniels and the brain trust of the Texas Rangers, that doesn't matter to you, does it? That's not a good look. That was horrible. You all should be ashamed of yourselves. Rival or not. Sometimes you have to put the petty stuff aside and do something for the good of humanity. Ruining the integrity of the people who bought tickets to actually see the game in September? You know how to do that. It is real simple. Real simple. You would have actually helped the Astros out. You would have actually been the heroes in this case if you were to make that switch. And you would have given your season ticket base the opportunity to be philanthropic. Instead, we now are left with the impression that you all are a bunch of entitled, selfish people. Not the fan base. Not the season ticket holders. The organization. Because that is ridiculous. And then on top of it, you're not, unlike the Astros competing for a pennant race a wild card spot or a divisional championship and more than likely you'll be eliminated by the time late september rolls around anyway so why does it even matter oh i forgot just like with nfl it all comes down to the money well congratulations rangers organization i'm sure you'll have it in droves but you also wearing egg on your face When I come back, we're going to go champions personified in a pawn for the review. And I'm proud of this one. Come on back. I am Cole Johnson of Cold Sports. But when I'm not on Cole Sports, I do another show called Revelations. Go to shows.pippa spelled P-I-P-P-A dot I-O, forward slash revelations and you're right there. Get the interview that you always would like to hear from those who want to teach humanity to us all. Learn what communicating truth to power is and know that Revelations is dedicated to you. So join us on Pippa.io every Tuesday, 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central, 7 a.m. Mountain, 6 a.m. Pacific. Revelations, changing the world one conversation at a time. Coming up on the next episode of Cold Sports, the NFL kicks off. We will talk about the Chiefs Patriots opening night game. We also will talk a little bit college football and the hunt for October in the major leagues begins. So join us as we award the Dolt of the Week and tune in next week as well. Cold Sports will proudly present the Dolt of the Month for August 2017. That's for the future. For the present, though, our hearts are heavy. But our smile is still wide. We're going to go to H10. Houston, stand up because you are going to be featured in Cold Sports Champions, Champions. Personified. August 25th and 26th was a really harrowing two days for those who have been under a rock. Hurricane Harvey smashed into the southern portion of the Gulf Coast of Texas, making landfall just a little bit northeast of Corpus Christi. And then as the Category 3 hurricane made its way north and east and got reduced to a tropical storm, it descended upon Houston and dumped record rainfall what do i mean by record rainfall you ask a meteorologist and they will tell you the average annual rainfall total for houston is 48 inches so that's about four feet so it's supposed to rain four feet for 12 months most of the city received over 50 inches five zero not one five over five zero over 50 inches of rain in three days some areas were lucky Uh, Such as the Woodlands, they only received 37, 37 inches. So needless to say, most of the city is in repair mode, restore mode, rebuild mode. And there have been some wonderful people that have come to the forefront and stepped up to the plate. Chris Paul donating $50,000. James Harden donating a million dollars. The Texans donating a million dollars. The Astros donating $4 million dollars. The NFL donating $4 million and other donations from all over the country. Even President Trump pledging to donate a million dollars to the Hurricane Harvey relief efforts. But two people stand out the most to me in this. One is, I guess you could say lame duck, owner of the Houston Rockets, Leslie Alexander. He first pledged that he was going to donate $4 million. He upped that to 10. Alexander, who has been a pillar of the Houston community ever since he took over the ownership of the team in the mid 90s. He has shown why he loves Houston so much in that regard. But the champion of all champions in this, Justin James Watt. He is my favorite player in the NFL, not because of this. This further cements it, but this isn't it. But Watt has been my favorite player in the NFL for the last five years. And part of why he is... My favorite player is because of the heart that he has, not just on the field, but off of it. Here is this Midwestern boy turned man, Wisconsin roots, Midwest, all in his veins, gets drafted by the Texans and he takes Houston in his heart, in his arms and he embraces Houston. You can't ask any more out of an athlete than to embrace the city in which they are playing their trade. And so he started a campaign where he was going to raise money and it was Firstly, $500,000. That was eclipsed in two hours. Then he raised it to a million. That was eclipsed in a day. Then he raised it to two. That was eclipsed in another day. Then he raised it to four. Then he raised it to six. Then he raised it to 10. And now he has raised $15 million for the city of Houston, the metropolitan area, and those affected by Hurricane Harvey. $15 million. It tells you. Not just only the hearts of those who gave, but it also tells you the heart of the man and how much love people have for this man. He puts the cry out that there's a need and people are willing to pour in because it is what saying that there's a need and I'm going to make sure that we're going to get taken care of. So to T.I. who said that he was willing to donate to the Hurricane Harvey Relief Fund, but not to Red Cross, go to J.J. Watt and make that donation, my man. I think it'd be worth your while if you did. So you can donate and still not to the American Red Cross. I know that Watt will take care of it. That money will be going to where it needs to go because that man is a man of his word. On a personal note. Many of you know that I resided in Houston and grew up there. And right now I no longer live in Houston, but my heart is always there and my heart will always be there. So to those who live there, like my mother, my father, my uncle, my grandmother and a couple of my cousins. Thank you for being safe. Thank you for not risking your lives. Thank you for doing what is necessary to make sure that everybody gets safely to where they have to go. And thank you, Lord, for not having their homes flooded out and their power off. I'm so thankful for that because not very many people were as fortunate. To my friends who live in Houston, I'm so sorry that you have lost your homes, your cars, and probably your sanity. I'm so sorry that it took a, Storm like this. But I'm telling you, hold on and you're going to be rewarded in ways you never thought you're going to be rewarded. I guarantee it. And finally, to my podcast community that resides in Houston, especially between us girls and the Not Sports brand, Michelle, Danielle, Sharonda, D, Roy, be safe out there. I'm glad that you all are safe. I'm glad you all are sound. I'm glad you all are able. To lick your wounds get yourself back up dust yourself back off and continue to fire up these mics tell us what you really feel and show out like you always have I appreciate all of you because you show me that the fighting spirit Houstonians have resides in all of you If you happen to like this episode or any episode that you've heard thus far, and if you, a special or a regular show like this one, why don't you follow me on coldsportswithaz.com? That's coldsportswithaz.com. Wanna speak on air, like you heard earlier on this episode? Just go to coldsportswithaz.com. Wanna go into my private Facebook room, make your presence felt? Coldsportswithaz.com. Wanna check out my guest appearances? Coldsportswithaz.com. Wanna buy a shirt or a hat or a bag? Coldsportswithaz.com. You want to check out my free ebook ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to buy books that I have written ColdSportsWithAZ.com You want to check out past episodes You can do that as well Just go to ColdSportsWithAZ.com That's ColdSportsWithAZ.com You can check out me and this whole brand Expanding as it is On ColdSports With With And as always, VIP, it doesn't matter where you listen to me, how you listen to me, or when you do. I just want you to do this one simple thing, and that is to enjoy the content. For the Intelligent Sportsman, I am Cole Johnson, and this is...